0: This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis, your host. Today we're going to be talking about the blood that Jesus shed. The podcast is titled, The Sprinkled Blood. God warned Adam and Eve of the death penalty for disobeying the loving command of the Lord. As you know, they rebelled and died. The very reason for which we were created was cut off. Our communication with God ended. Because of sin, God's presence was hidden, and now the world lies under God's wrath. But God would not be deterred. He loved His creation and had a plan to save the world. He sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, to pay the penalty, the death penalty, for us. Today I want to focus on the death of Christ, specifically the shedding of His blood. As we will soon learn, this is a very powerful transaction. God, the Son, became a human being and paid our penalty to fulfill justice and provide reconciliation. Let's set the stage. God gave the Israelites several ordinances, many in the Old Testament. Today I want to talk about the annual ordinance called the Day of Atonement. Atonement can be defined to cover over or an exact payment for an offense. In this ceremony, the blood of the animal sacrifices was to be sprinkled seven times on three different occasions. This was to make atonement for the most holy place, the tent of meeting, and the altar. The day of atonement points to the ultimate sacrifice, Jesus Christ. A day when our sins are paid for. If you have a few minutes it would be good to go and read Leviticus 16 it's loaded with meaning and symbolism looking forward to the Christ we learn from Leviticus 17:14 that life is in the blood and in Hebrews 9:22 that without the shedding of blood there is no forgiveness therefore in order to save us someone innocent had to die in our place or has to die in our place voluntarily. In the Old Testament, innocent animals were sacrificed as a type of Christ, anticipating His future blood sacrifice. Because animals are used, salvation was unattainable. They only provided a temporary covering, and the sacrifices had to be repeated again and again. The blood of the animals was sprinkled in various ceremonies to provide the blood covering for sins committed, hebrews nine fourteen says, "How much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death, so that we may serve the living God hebrews twelve twenty three You have come to God, the judge of all men, the spirits of righteous men made perfect to jesus the mediator of a new covenant and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of abel so let's look at the seven instances when the blood of jesus was shed number 1 luke 22:42 and being in anguish he prayed more earnestly and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground here jesus is at the garden of gethsemane under extreme spiritual and emotional pressure to obey the father and in anticipation of the brutal punishment and death he was to endure jesus said to his close disciples my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death praying under great pressure sweat mingled with blood look like great drops of blood this condition is known as hematidrosis. Number two. Just after he was arrested and taken to the home of the high priest, we read in Mark fourteen sixty five. Then some began to spit at him. They blindfolded him, struck him with their fists, and said prophesy. And the guards took him and beat him. Number three. Isaiah 50. Verse 6, I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. The painful pulling of a beard would produce blood. Number 4, John nineteen one, Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. There's a lot to being flogged, a lot of information. But the Romans used a multi stranded whip. They would tie small pieces of metal uh, or bone in each strand. The lacerations would cut so deep that the entrails would often be exposed. Number five Mark 15, verse 16 through 19. The soldiers led Jesus away to the place to the palace, that is, the Pantorium, and called together The whole company of guards, they put a purple robe on him, then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on him, and they began to call out to him, Hail, King of the Jews! Again and again they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Number six, the nailing of Jesus' hands and his feet to the wood of the cross. And number seven, after Jesus died, in order to ensure his death, the soldiers pierced his abdomen. Due to the crucifixion, much blood and water poured out. The life of Jesus was handed over to sinful men dominated by Satan and his hordes. His blood was poured out to provide salvation for rebellious people, locked out of a relationship with our Creator. By faith, Those who believe this good news receive the gift of right relationship with God. Through grace and this sacrifice, I want to list seven different effects gifted to believers. Number one, Hebrews 9.12. He did not enter by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. We have been brought back for eternal relationship with God, forever to be with Him, receiving life from His very presence. Number 2. Hebrews 9.14 How much more, then, will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death, so that we may be serving the living God? Our conscience is cleansed, and we now have an open door to serve God. Number three, Matthew twenty-six eighteen. Jesus is speaking, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Number four, Romans 5, 9, Since we have been justified by His blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through Him? Justified means just as if we had never sinned. Our record of sin has been completely covered, abolished by His blood. Number five, First 1 Peter 1-2. Who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, to be obedient to Jesus Christ and sprinkled by his blood. The key here is the word sanctify. Sanctification can be defined as setting apart for God's use or simply to make holy. Through his blood, we have been set apart from the world and brought into a right relationship with God. Number six, 1 Peter 2.24, he himself for our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds you have been healed and the last one that i want to talk about is hebrews 12:24 to jesus the mediator of a new covenant and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of abel you may have remembered When God spoke to Cain about killing his brother Abel, the Lord said that Abel's blood was crying out. This cry was probably for justice, maybe vengeance. God's blood, Jesus' blood, was given to save, and that blood continues to intercede for our salvation. Let's do a quick review of this powerful, multifaceted transaction. Jesus shed his blood on seven occasions during his suffering and crucifixion. His blood has provided for us by faith eternal redemption, a cleansed conscience, forgiveness of sin, justification. So, justification, a relationship with God just as if we had never sinned, sanctification. We are set apart from the world and sin for a relationship and obedience to God. Healing. We have been given healing, body, soul, and spirit. And interceding. Jesus is interceding for us. Powerful, gracious, and merciful salvation. Jesus took our place and gave us His place of right standing with God. This is grace. This is mercy. Rejoice with me. We are living under a wonderful covenant through the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ. This has been the Clean Soul Podcast with Dennis Curtis. If you have questions or comments, visit me at thecleansoul.org.